Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable Mr. Christmas himself, Ron Kolick. With me, all the way across the cold Atlantic, is the gold standard in ghost hunting, the god of infrasound, and all around, pretty nice chap. Steve Parsons. Um, <clears throat> AKA the Grinch. The Grinch? What happened to you? I'm always Grinchy. No, I. Yeah, well. What do you mean, Grinchy? Grinchy, you know, like a Grinch. I don't know what a Grinch is. I thought Grinch stole stuff. Stole Did Christmas. Steal stuff? No, he brought it back in the movie. <laughs> anyway. The uh, yeah, I've been called grumpy a lot, but never Grinch. Isn't that one of the seven dwarfs? Yes, absolutely. That was one of the questions on Family Feud today, actually. Name what dwarfs describes you the best, and I would be grumpy, as my wife will attest to, because she sent me, got me a, a t shirt that says, uh, lifetime member of the. Piss and moan club. So there you go. There you go. Mm. She knows you so well. Mm. Doesn't everybody? So, anyways, you've got the tree up. The cat's loving it, I'm sure. Um, actually, yeah, well, one of them is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we've got a few smashed ornaments. Yeah. But then this is what I mean it's a cat. You put up a big tree covered in cat toys and then you put lights on it to make sure they notice it and then you get mm. surprised when the cat starts pulling the toys off and playing with them yeah but you've got like i mean every time you came over here you picked up an ornament and brought it back so are those yeah. fast too no 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 they're all right it's the um it's the fluffy ones that they like best ah very well yeah so most of them have gone mm. And of course, every single one that's got been eaten, chewed, played with, and spat out across the floor is <laughs> my wife's very favourite special ornament. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Every single one, oh. which makes me wonder how many that's my favourite ornaments did she actually have? Yeah, does she like cats or? Uh, she likes one of them at the moment, the one that's not eating the Christmas decorations. Ah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. So, yeah, I, I've been running electrical cables around the floor and I hope we can repeat the scene from National Lampoon's, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with the cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is full. Yeah, that was a good movie. One of it's my favourites. I think it's my favourite Christmas movie. Oh, it is. It's actually probably my, one of my favorite comedy movies, if not my favorite comedy movies. Yes, I, I like that a lot. Although, I watched uh, Home Alone. I haven't seen that in like a hundred years. The first one was all right, but then it just... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the first one. The only one yeah, then then they just repeated the formula, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that's always the way. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't... I might have got to watch the other ones, but the first one was... It, I, I actually cried because I, was, I laughed so hard on some of the scenes. So, anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> still can't beat National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, no, it's a riot. No. No. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of cool. Makes me uh, want to watch it now, actually. National Lampoon's. Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, I don't watch much TV, as most people know. It's bound to be on one of the channels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's on demand here in the UK. I'm in the US. Uh, see, I don't even know where I am anymore. No, I was just beginning to wonder. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what happens at old age. You know, you become president, and then that's, you know. But anyway, uh, 
I want to thank uh, our listeners for continuing to send letters and everything in because those well, are more uh, complaints. No, no, no. I mean, we've we we spent a couple of shows answering letters, and we will yeah. do that if you've got a good letter and and you've got a, a serious question, particularly either. if it contains money. Yeah, well, our gifts for the host is, is always good. You know, we always accept those with open hands. Yeah, I remember and, the popcorn. and pocketbooks and pocketbooks. <laughs> anyway. Moving right along, uh, we do want to thank our our uh, listeners. And if you have a question for us, or a topic you'd like to talk us us to talk about, or a guest that you'd like us to have on the show, then uh, you can message us on uh, Ghost Chronicles International on Facebook. Um, where else can they do it? I don't know. Whatever you you can always go to my website. Let it end. Yes. Let it e Ghost Project. At Comcast. Set it onto a pigeon's leg, it'll get here. Yeah, the same thing, all the same. But anyways, uh, but I, I I didn't get any letters this week, but I did get a, a question for someone I ran into, which which drives me nuts, by the way. I run into people. Uh, people will see me someplace. You, and, yeah, well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be driving at your age. I know. People, yeah, I almost did that the other day. Uh, people will see me and... Uh, and cross over the Next road. Thing I get a message from or an email from. They said, "Oh, I saw you here. I saw you there. Uh, why the hell did you come up and say say hello or whatever?" Maybe you know? maybe you're like, "Where's Wally?" What? Maybe you're like, "Where's Wally?" The character. Where's Wally? They seek him here. They seek him there. I don't know, but people. Where's that I, I don't know why they don't come cares. up and say hello, anyways. Because they're avoiding you plainly. Oh, he's scared. Oh, Quick, he, there's Ron. Cross over the road and hide in the mall. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, one of the I, I was talking to this person, and they were we thought you'd we run them into, over. We got into uh, infrasound. I uh, no, 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 not infrasound. I take that back. Uh, parasound, okay. paracoustics. All right. Not the book, but the, the actual book. thing. Unexplained sounds. Right. Right. Isn't that what paracoustics is? Unexplained sounds? Well, no, the book is about sound and the paranormal, but it does include a chat. It does include sections that mention unexplicable, inexplicable sounds. It does. It does. Hmm. Because it's very comprehensive. That's funny. I missed that one. You, it's because you haven't read it. I surely have perused it. Um, yeah, That's you were good. looking for pictures. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so unexplicable, inexplicable, uh, one of those things. It's easy for uh, you to say. No, it isn't. <laughs> Sounds. What does paracoustics have to say about them? I mean, what, what, what does it address? I'm just curious. By well, the way, par- paracoustics the... would make a nice gift for Christmas, too. Anybody else looking It's for available it? on Amazon. Yeah, there you go. So, anyways, what does uh, paracoustics have to well, say? Well, it about... depends. Well, it depends on the nature of the sound that was reported, or how it was how it was heard, perceived. Well, it, heard. First of all, what does it look into? I mean, it, well, it, everything. It, and any, I mean, para, para, paranormal music, um, all forms of sound, including electronic. Like what is, what is paranormal music? What the hell is paranormal music? Oh, of of um, friend of mine, Dr. Melvin Willie. Uh, Willing, who's a member of the SPR, has actually written an entire book on paranormal music. So why isn't he on the show sometime? How is he dead? Because he's got more sense. Oh, yeah, we couldn't pay him enough anyway. Oh, one of those. Unlike you and I, who give our time almost freely. <laughs> almost. Almost sometimes freely. <laughs> anyway, what was the what was the, what was the um, comment that, from the person that you ran over? Oh, he, we were talking. It wasn't a question. It was it was this discussion. We had this discussion about oh. sound and how unexplicable under uh, parasounds was one of them. And so I wanted to know what parasounds has to say him or para what the frick it is. Well, I mean, it, it does. I started about paras music first of all because you that piqued my interest. Well, it does. It does depend entirely upon what has been heard and how it was heard. Was it recorded? Was it heard with the ears? 
at what point in the day or what were the circumstances surrounding it. You know, all of those factors have to be taken yeah, into that's just consideration. Regular, regular investigation stuff. I'm talking about. Well, it's the same because look you, into it. I mean, well, it it refers to it, yeah, because people report hearing. Sound is actually one of, um, well, it's actually one of the most interesting. Or hearing is one of the most interesting senses, because it is the very. Uh, it almost never switches off. In fact, it doesn't switch off. Um, and that's why we have alarm clocks. No, I, 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 I tend to disagree with you because I get to switch my wife's voice off very easily. Um, that's a conscious effort, but oh, and okay. all men do that. All men learn to do that. You, know, you don't listen to a word I say. You're right. That's because you never stop talking. Um, <clears throat> but and you never say one word. <laughs> <laughs> why say one word when a sentence would do? But, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not a sentence. <laughs> a story will do. <laughs> yeah, just give we me thought... the edited highlights. Yeah, no, yeah, don't we? Yeah, I mean, is it, we talked about. You know, Mar you know Martha. She lives up the road. She's got a blue dress. She's married um, Jim. Jim. Jim's wife. Is, uh... What about not, Martha? Who's not feeling well? And yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, ask yeah. him a question. Ask him and a the, question. And their daughter. She drives the big blue Honda. Yeah, what was the, what? What about Martha? Who? <laughs> Wait, That's, I'm telling you. Chad, did you go to the library today? Well, you know, I went to CVS and I picked up some vitamins because they were on sale two for a dollar, and then and then I picked up some gas. And the, what are you? Did you go to the library or not? It was a yes or no question. It wasn't. Well, I a, couldn't. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I couldn't decide whether to go down ninety five or two. Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah, 95. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what? what wrong with women can't they give us a concise i mean men like they'll give you some oh i get i get I, I no i get i get the opposite i get the um there's no point in asking me anything because it's like trying to get blood from a stone hmm. you know the why don't you ever give me you know like, how did you get on how was your day fine well yeah that's it you asked yeah, well, uh, you asked how, how was your day? I've just answered you. It was fine. Well, yeah. aren't you going to tell me what it was like? I've told you now three times. Honestly, getting getting an answer out of you is like getting blood out of a stone. I've answered you four times now. It <laughs> was fine. <laughs> what do you want me to say? What did you do every second you were alive today? <laughs> well, I... I went to the pharmacy and got some vitamins because they were special. I bumped into Martha. You remember Martha? Remember Martha Married to yeah. Jim, drives a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. 40 years. Has, has anybody ever, uh, that's a curious thing, has anybody ever done a study on, uh, how can I say this? the observations of men and the observations of women to the same event? Um, I can't answer that, honestly, because I don't know. Is that, that would be an interesting one, wouldn't it? I imagine it would be quite different. I would think so. Well, and, and again, it, it, it depends on the circumstances. I mean, if you've been nagged at for the last 20 minutes, I don't tend to notice very much at all because mm -hmm. I'm switched off by then. Yeah, but we're saying we're saying they, they were both they were both. I mean, we're talking to we're talking paranormal here. Okay. Right, uh, well, women, women women can do something that well most women because they don't want to generalize no, and we don't. presumably most men who identify as women can mm -hmm. do that unique trick of multitasking, which seems to be a peculiar a peculiarity of the female trait. For example. Oh, I disagree, but that's another story. Go ahead. Well, in my case, um, mm -hmm. my wife, who is doing a university degree in psych in business studies, mm -hmm. when she's writing her um, assignments, um, has to do it whilst watching several episodes of her favourite television series. Ah, wow! There you go. Whilst and and my, I, my wife is the opposite. Put, you can always she'll put one thing. She'll, you know, Kat will put on her favourite movie mm -hmm. and be, you know, well, we'll have your movie night. She'll, she'll select the movie that she, she loves and watches and, and then she'll sit on the phone. Hmm. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Hmm. 
I can't like I can't drive and have music on. I think that's more of a trait though than uh, not just a woman. I think because like I I gave you. An I think it's predominantly. No, my predominantly wife is the opposite. She can't, and I I I think <clears> it's differently. And I myself, I can do multitasking. So I I think no, you think possible. you can do. Oh, you I know mean, what I, it is? Wait a minute. You know what it is? It's 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 the UK versus the US. When you no, I think I. I yeah. think I can multitask, I but I've learned I've learned I can't I I've learned I can't mm. because I have to focus on what I'm doing. Otherwise, I don't do it very well. I can do lots of jobs badly at the same time, but if I want to do a job well, that's, I have to... that's why you can't handle me when I interrupt you because it's it, it, yeah, you just can't handle it. Poor boy. That's true. Must be the reason. That's so true. <laughs> Anyway, that's uncannily true. Back to the sounds. <clears throat> yes. I, uh, par- I want to know what the heck paranormal music is. I really do. Since this guy is, needs some big bucks to come on our show, we're not going to get him. Well, he's written a book about it. Mm-hmm. Um, music and the but paranormal. But what is it? You keep saying he's written a book. This guy is a thing, but what the hell? As you it? can tell, <clears throat> I only got my copy two weeks ago and haven't read it yet. Oh, he's already come up with it? Yeah, the book's I mean, out. It's been out a while, but I wow, I, I get a copy. Psychic, huh? He has actually written a chapter on that subject in Paracoustics. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned um, that too, but you haven't told me a damn thing what paranormal music is. That's because I haven't it's read it. It's just like a woman, yet. that's all. Yeah, but you said you wrote a whole chapter on it. I didn't read it. <laughs> you didn't read a chapter in your own book? Paracoustics is quite unique in that I write my chapters, Cal writes his chapters, collaborate on some. And then when it's it's specialist material like Mm -hmm. music and the paranormal or other aspects um, of sound relating to the paranormal, Mm -hmm. then rather than give the reader secondhand low quality information we opted to give the readers of the book expert opinion so we called upon um, experts to contribute chapters oh how clever and that, and we edited we we co-wrote and edited the book how clever a bit like you getting more okay. into write those chronicles. It's just like, yeah, right. That'll be the day she writes anything. I'm well, the you one did. With the, I'm it. the one with the mem- You bet your ass I did. I'm the one with well, the it's memory. Not coherent. It, it's coherent. You can understand it. It's written oh, in. Shut up. Just because I can't speak or can't read, that's a different story. <clears throat> I certainly so, write. so, in truth, what I'm trying not to admit is. I know it. You haven't, you don't know anything yeah, about it. I've read it. Yet, but I will. Okay. Because I'm going to have to go look this up now. So it's the fourth one on the to-do list of books to read because yeah. I've got a part. Well, <laughs> I've actually read it. No, you haven't. I have, and I've read more guys. You would have trashed me a long time ago and dumped me on that one. No, I didn't. You got paid more than I did, so it must be better than mine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh, I have. Wait a minute. I have on my desk. By the way, right? Uh, ghost today, ghost in, ghost, ghost today. Yeah, ghost I just got my royalty check in it for forty-one cents. So there you go. And you <laughs> and and I've also got uh, more Ghost Chronicles, which I've read. <laughs> Sorry about that. But no, at the you, moment, I've got about, book. I've got about, I've had about seven or eight books in the last few weeks arrive. Really? So, hmm. interesting. I have one so, right. Now called uh, Estes, uh, Este method and EVPs, which brought Ooh. up the sound of uh, the thing on sounds. Um, right. I'm, she wants to come on the show, and uh, I won't. Well, Sarah Estes. I I won't put her on this show because, uh, yeah, no. Well, I don't mean. When it comes to sound, I would ask some challenging questions. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I said. Particularly about the Estes method, which relies mm. upon secondhand subjective interpretation. Mm, mm, mm. Because for those that don't understand what the Estes method is, it, you you have 
you can do it with two people. So one person would say, is there anybody here? The other person, the recipient or percipient, mm-hmm. um, wears a pair of noise cancelling headphones so they can't hear the questions. Supposedly. But, supposedly. But they hear the output from an EVP device, some sort of ghost box radio device. Mm-hmm. And they say aloud what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. That's basically the Estes method. So it's it's entirely subjective in every way because one person is basically translating this squawk box. Mm-hmm. And the person asking the questions who can hear the responses is biasing their questions directly to the responses that this other person is shouting out. Mm. So there's some interesting videos on it online um, where you have how many people are there uh, in the room? Blue! Seven! <laughs> I mean, this, this, I mean, she does have pictures. Uh, we use this Connect device while setting up at this house. And it produced a sure. stick, man. Yep, they did. And they have another picture of the safe room at the this other house. And, of course, I'm looking at the safe room. It has a table with a hmm, Ouija board and tarot cards next to it. Hmm. Well, you see, there you have no priming of um, anybody. Hmm. Nobody's being so, primed. Why do we have a room? I mean, where, where do you have a safe room? I've no idea. Presumably it's where you go when you don't want to be attacked by Hamas. <laughs> it, we are, the Israelis already found out that that doesn't work because they're going to get you no matter where. But it is what it is. That's true in life and true in ghost hunting, I guess. But, I don't yeah, know why I, you I, need a safe room. What, a safe room? I mean, how do they know it's a safe room? Does the is it got some sort I, of that's, ghost? That's the, a curious thing. I mean, I would never call it a shield around room. it. Well, it might have a ghost shield around it. That oh, they might have a, coming in. They, might, they might have a uh, what do you call those? Psychic a protection. Cage. No, wire cage. Well, it wouldn't it? be a Faraday cage. Yeah, maybe they got a Faraday cage around it. No, ghosts can easily get through them. They can. Well, they must be able to. Why? Because, well. Because people have done EVP experiments where they've put the EVP recorder inside a microwave oven, switched off and unplugged, in order to use it as a Faraday cage. And then they're surprised that the audio recorder records stuff. It's not really a Faraday cage, though. Um, Well, it depends on the frequency. A Faraday Faraday cage um, does block electromagnetic energy. Yes, that's a given fact. However, as well as glasses with holes in them. Well, the holes are actually there so that you lets light through. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately, it also lets radio waves through as well, Mm -hmm. which is why. And you can demonstrate this for yourself, depending upon the frequency you can sit on an airliner which is, um, you know, take your, Bo- your average Boeing 767. It's, you know, it's a 200-foot-long metal, metal tube. A Faraday cage. Now, if you hit that with bolts of lightning, which happens quite regularly, mm-hmm. everybody inside goes, wow, did you see that flash of lightning? And they're all fine. And all of the air conditioning and the engines and the entertainment system and the galley, everything works. Everything works perfectly fine mm-hmm. um, because the electromagnetism from the lightning bolt can't get inside because it's a Faraday cage. Mm-hmm. However, when they land at JFK or Logan, everybody pulls out their mobile phones whilst the plane is taxiing to the gate and starts phoning their Ubers or their loved ones to come collect them. So how do the radio signals from the mobile phones get out? But the lightning doesn't get in. (laughs) It knows to go through the window. It's all all entirely frequency dependent. Mm. And so you can demonstrate that, for example, and this is the demonstration that's often done, is they will put... Um, a walkie-talkie 
into the microwave alongside the audio recorder. And then they will try and call or trigger the um, microwave. I mean, the radio, the the, the walkie talkie you know, whilst peering oh. through the door and see, oh, mm. look, it doesn't work. Mm. But um, different um, different electromagnetic frequencies will it completely ignore that microwave oven and pass straight through it. It's designed to block microwaves. Anyway, we got coming up the break, but uh, so I, you have to have, you know, to make a perfect my, um, Faraday cage, you would have to have something like a lead sarcophagus. I was going to ask you that. It's a lead, lead, yeah, lead, yeah, uh, say a lead coffin, for instance. And it would have to be grounded, electrically grounded as well, mm -hmm. to make it. Yeah. Interesting. But, anyways, we do have to take a break. So we'll carry on. Okay. Because we're going to talk more about mysterious sounds and stuff like that. Because. Well, not as mysterious as this trailer that's coming up from Illinois. Oh. <laughs> You bet yeah, your life I am. International. Only 18 ones. Where someday we'll be able to explain paranormal music, but uh, not today. Anyways, we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our super-duper good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, where you too can become a member of the Dead Ear Society. Stay and tuned for the Shadowlands trailer. For three Will you stop that? <laughs> Leave our sponsors alone. Stop picking on them. They're hard to come by. <laughs> Nothing. Everything's fair game. I'm happy to bite the hand that feeds me. I noticed that. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right. We do have to take a break. So uh, we'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojanet Radio. And we're all good podcasts of way. Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Located in Illinois, there lies a sleepy little town where nothing is a common occurrence. You going to that party in town tonight? Heck yeah! I only turned 18 once. That is until the night of celebration. Where the hell is she? Oh no. No, 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 Jessica! From the creators of Shadowhunters, bite me, comes a tale of primal terror and grindcore mayhem. Shadowhunters, kill Jessica, kill! <laughs>
And if you've managed to find out who killed Jessica. Anyway, welcome back to the second half of the first half of tonight's Two Hours Ghost Chronicles Double Edition. This is the international one with him and me. Yep. Yep. So, Music of the Paranormal, a encyclopedia dictionary by Melvin J. Willen. That's the fella. That's the fella. Exploring the paranormal through the musical phenomena, this encyclopedia covers the range of anomalies from musical mediumship to locations throughout the world where music has been heard with no obvious source. Other manifestations, such as the abilities of musical savants, and anesthesia used in, uh, uh, yeah, use anesthetic use of music, I can never read, during surgical procedures are included with a focus on the paraphysical aspects. Entries describe examples from the earliest history up to the present. Interpretation is left to the reader. Broader themes and concepts are discussed in the appendices. And uh, yeah, there you go. Spoils it for me now. Well, you want to know what it's about. I guess want to know what. I mean, our listeners want to know what the hell. Yeah, but I haven't read it yet, so spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler. It just explains what the freaking thing is, and it's nothing to read. Evidently, according to this, it's an encyclopedia. Well, I read encyclopedias. Well, I don't doubt it. Knowing your vast knowledge of whatever that's where you get it from books books i read a books once i used to use the internet but it's too complicated yeah i know you gotta type things in and i can't type anyway so what are you gonna do all right so yeah but the, the world is 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 filled with para acoustics Noises we can't explain. And of course, we've talked about it on the show before. And, and, and well, I mean, at the, at, the, at the very basic level, for example, you're sitting uh-huh. at home, you Talk hear a noise. Home. Sitting, well, we'll come on to that. But the uh-huh. very basic level, you know, uh-huh. you say about noises you can't explain. But if, yeah. you're sitting, if you're sitting somewhere at home and you hear a sound, you, you, you've just moved into your apartment and you hear this noise and you don't know what it is mm-hmm. it's unexplained it doesn't mean it's paranormal after a few weeks you what is that sound coming from and you go and look for the source and then you, you find, find the source dead in the, wall. the dead bird or well dead mm-hmm. birds don't tend to make a lot of noise nor do dead noise hey by the way speaking about ghosts i'm watching ghost uk they had a dead pigeon on it ghost oh hard luck yeah. um Oh, yes, they do. The ghost pigeon. It's really mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I thought um, that was right. Carry on. It gets better. Um, you were asking about the hub. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. <laughs> a worldwide phenomena where people report hearing a low-frequency humming sound, mm-hmm. uh, which which... They hear constantly by day and by night, although more they become more aware of it at night and they become disturbed by it and obsessed by it. And it's a thing. It's a real thing. There are hums reported from all over the world. Uh, Some of them are become quite famous Mm -hmm. Um, before the before it was called the hum. It was called the Hummadras. Sure. Um, but now it's the hum. Um, sources, identified sources of hums, but not definitively in every case, have been um, wind turbines, underground yeah. pipes, um, factories, factories. Uh, but some of the more bizarre explanations put forward by researchers have included the mating sounds of certain types of small fish. Mm. Um and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and taco nights uh, at uh, their local restaurant. So it is It is a worldwide, well-known, well-established phenomenon. And, and, because some, of the and, very... and some, a lot of it can't be explained. <clears throat> you know, you well, mentioned some of the explanations, but there are other times well, there are, the, they haven't been able there to. Are, there are no definitive one-answer-fits-all-cases one explanation because right. 
often the and one of the one of the unusual problems when you're dealing with low frequency sound um mm. is that it's it's very difficult to locate um with high frequency sounds you can pinpoint the source really quite quickly because it's quite directional but low frequency sound waves because of their longer wavelength spread out more and pass through things more readily including buildings and structures and so it makes it quite difficult to pinpoint the source of low frequency um, which is one of the issues that they have because ordinary techniques for locating the source of a sound triangulating it using microphones for example directional microphones doesn't work and a simple demonstration of low frequencies uh, lack of direction um, or lack of directional focus is that when you uh, if you're one of these home audio files um, when you when you set up your movie your home movie system you put the uh, the uh, the higher frequency speakers either side of the television or underneath the te uh, the television screen uh, because at those frequencies sound is directional and we need to relate the sound to the sounds that you know to the cause that we're seeing on the screen be it an airplane or a, somebody talking but the low frequency subwoofer the bass frequencies they can be behind a sofa they can be in a corner of the room well away from the um, screen hmm. and our ears perceive them just as just as readily as you know so that's one of the great difficulties with actually tracing the hum because most of the environmental sound equipment that is used to try and um, detect the hum when it's reported um, actually can't pinpoint it. You need more, more specialist equipment. And that really doesn't exist in sufficient quantities in uh, city council environmental noise control departments mm. so they don't have access to the necessary equipment no the nazis could do it they went around with their <laughs> little soundtracks getting those radios no it was radio frequency that's, oh, that's, true. that's fair enough fair enough you what you're what actually it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because <clears throat> that same mistake is really very common amongst paranormalists because you're talking about frequency, wavelength, and amplitude, when you're related, when you're discussing a sound wave, mm -hmm. which is actually pressure, barometric changes in air pressure, those same terminologies apply, apply to an electromagnetic wave, which is a completely different entity, physical entity. But the terminology is very similar, and that does confuse a lot of paranormalists when they're discussing it. Fair enough. So you do get this sort of mix-up. It's actually surprisingly common. In fact, I was dealing with one such of those mix-ups um, in a series of questions from a paranormal. You mean ignorance, don't you? No, no, it's just a misperception because yeah, so they see. Well. No, it's not ignorance. It's yes, just that you're we, not aware of, of what thing you're not. <clears throat> well, you know, people don't there tend is to. A difference. <clears throat> well, the, it's not ignorance as such. The person well, isn't ignorant. Ignorance. Once they, once you put them back onto the right track, and explain, you know, and they realise that you're actually dealing with two entirely different physical phenomena, but the terminologies mm -hmm. that we use to talk about them is the same. Then, then they kind of go, they get it. And they fine. learn, and they're not ignorant anymore. Like okay. you just corrected right. me, because I was ignorant about it, and you corrected me, now I am awakened and learned on the subject. Well, I'm glad you, you are woke. I am awoke. Yeah. So there you go. Other sounds, I mean, we talked about before, of course, we talked about with the blue, so I don't want to get into that one again. But uh, deep noise uh, is is something that's interesting. Uh, deep, what's deep noise? Oh, 
these are terms that you know these are terms that are just conjured up out of thin air by people no, um, no, this they're is, actually uh, Noah. well what is deep noise noah was also uh was responsible for capturing deep noise they recorded the sound in march 2016 from the deepest spot on earth which isn't quiet and solitary as one would imagine well i wouldn't I, call it deep i mean no somebody no that that no i'm going to interrupt you because you're misleading me and the, no, and the, the listeners you are because you're using a term that and this I'm is the problem no i used <clears throat> this is a problem with science including the national oceanographic and atmospheric research Ooh, you got it right yeah, two points for that they have called they have coined a term deep noise to refer mm-hmm. to its its apparent source being source. deep right. beneath the earth mm-hmm. but they're also inferring that it's low in frequency in actual fact it's not because uh the russian borehole frequency no 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 it doesn't say anything about frequency you, you well if you say to that. me a d a deep bass sound i didn't say deep bass no, i said deep no noise. no you didn't but bass is referred to as deep if i said so, deep bass you would have something a leg to stand on but you don't well i do actually just the one but just the way <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> have bad. to coining a term is different than they've coined it as deep noise yes, but yes. in actual fact the sounds that they're recording are higher up in frequency scale and are audible yes they are but uh, but by using the terminology well i'm using the definition of physics on particularly sound but they didn't even call it sound they call it deep noise which is totally well, different. noise no no noise and sound are the same well <gasps> i can't believe you just said that noise refers to multitude of frequencies so if you have lots of simultaneous frequencies occurring together that is termed noise mm-hmm. so if you had a thousand people all reciting shakespeare but a line or two apart so that it was indiscernible that would be noise it's still sound but it's referred to as noise now electromagnetically you can also have noise i was just going to say that and that's an electromagnetic noise which isn't a sound it is just a multitude of electromagnetic frequencies all happening at the same time so what they did is they took a titanium encased microphone and loaded it down a borehole. They lowered it at no more than five meters a second to adjust for drastic changes changes in pressure. Smart people, aren't they? Most people would just dump uh, it in. Yeah. Well, the, they also chose the microphone for another reason. Mm-hmm. It's it was. You want to guess how deeply this baby was submerged? Uh, well, the Russian one melted it. 7,000 meters, was it? Russians tried it and their microphone melted. Um, well, that's the Russians. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think the Americans got much further, actually, because theirs, theirs went offline. It's about 175 degrees Celsius. The drastic so, changes, it was submerged for a distance, wait for it, seven miles, 11 kilometers. Yeah. For 23 days. Right. So that's how they, they used it. 11, seven miles or 11 kilometers. Uh, where did they do that? Uh, just guess. Now you tell me. Uh, they didn't tell me. <laughs> well, the deepest, the deepest borehole on earth Mm-hmm. is is around 11 miles it's in russia and that's called the hell hole because yeah when when they lowered a microphone down into it just before the, before the it melted yeah. after it lasted 17 seconds and then it the microphone gave up the ghost and melted mm. uh, and they recorded what sounds like people screaming people screaming and blah blah blah, blah. Mm. now 
that's by far the deepest of the boreholes. There is an ongoing uh, attempt in China currently to bore a deeper hole. So yeah, this was another, only seven miles. We're not talking. Would you say we, yeah, well, there was moment. there was another one in was it South Africa? Mm. Um, uh, but but a team a team did. There was a second attempt where a team did lower, but it wasn't the Russian borehole. It was another one. I can't remember where it was. Um, where they used a thermally shielded microphone, which would be the titanium microphone, because the Russian one didn't. Um, but these are seismographs. You know, these are listening for the movements of the the tectonic plates within how the. Deep is, know, how the, deep is the? Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, on oh, the Kola Peninsula. Wait a minute. The researchers of uh, NOAA sent an underwater microphone uh, 10.972 meters below the meters? surface. Yeah. Meters or miles? Because uh, 10.9 meters is about 50 feet. 36, no, 36,000 feet. Right. Oh, that's so that about 10,000 meters. Yeah, 10,000 meters, excuse me. I got my decimal point in the right spot. Below the surface of the water into the Challenger. Mariana's Trench. Mariana's Trench, the deepest spot in the ocean. Yeah. Mm. That's a completely different thing. It is. Yeah. In fact, um, there were record, there was microphone apparatus recording on the um, when. Uh, Cameron, the film director of the Titanic, went down to the bottom of the Challenger Deep in his right. manned um, submersible. That was pretty cool. It was very cool, but he, he also... And what they were recording was... And his say, ship didn't blow up either. Well, nor did the uh, Titan. What? It didn't blow up, it imploded. It's the exact imploded. opposite. Well, yeah, okay. What's in? What's in? Uh, <clears throat> funnily enough, I was watching a documentary about that very incident just a week ago, mm. and what what was surprising um, to some people is that the crew of the Titan never realised that they were dead. We actually discussed that on the show. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. They could never have known that they were dead. I know we talked about that, and I thought that was absolutely amazing that the, the uh, before their brain could comprehend, they were already dead. <laughs> yeah, sweet. That's a good way to go, anyway. Well, for the guy that designed it, I think that's poetic justice. But for yeah. the poor, poor sods that were on it, paying for the privilege, not so good. Hmm. Uh, but quick. Yeah, though. Now. There's also, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's also the low hum. Right. You're going to have to be more specific for me. That's what it's called. I'm sorry. I can only. So we're talking about a low frequency, a very low frequency. The low hum of uh, the earth cannot be heard by humans. And it's incredibly sensitive, incredibly sensitive to seismographs. Is this the seven hertz thing? Uh, and it was an extensive studies were done. The results were published in 2015 about the complex vibrations caused yeah. by the earth <clears throat> because like si ringing, si ringing of a bell. <clears throat> yeah, that's how size that's how um, scientists have deduced that the earth has a molt nine core by listening to it. Well, not a good uh, and, the guess that <clears throat> had on the, the ghost grandos, they it's a hollow earth. Uh, he was on uh, here and he was quite, quite had proof of it. Well, that's good for him. Yeah. Um, but scientists have deduced that the Earth has got, because obviously nobody's been down there to find out. Um, unless, of course, oh, James Mason. a lot Mason. of TV shows. Well, that, that James Mason down. did. James Mason yeah, went yeah, and let it he had that cool machine with the screw thingy on it. <clears throat> yeah. But um, conventional science and conventional wisdom is that the uh, Earth, and this, 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 can be deduced from the Earth's magnetic fields, mm -hmm. which are caused by this molten ball of iron 
mm. wobbling around and basically flowing back and forth in the middle. And um, it makes a sound, it makes lots of sound. And one of the way that they've um, they've tested these ideas is by using very sensitive seismographs, which are in incredibly sensitive microphones, in effect, mm. to listen to the earth. And it does, it rings like a very low frequency bell. Um. Well, more of a, yeah, if you could hear it, it would be, a, it would be incredibly loud. Well, I can't do that. I'll blast your ears. I wouldn't want to do that. Well, that's why we don't, fortunately, we don't perceive it, because if we could... And of course, we've dead. evolved, well, like and, and we've evolved like like lots of other creatures on the earth, not to be um, affected adversely by our environment. <clears throat> That's why ordinarily infrasound, which occurs naturally within nature, from the jet streams zooming around above us and waves crashing on oceans and volcanoes and earthquakes and. They, we don't hear those sounds, so they don't enter our playbook. But when we started to bring in big pieces of industrial plants and build interstates and freeways and have traffic running up and down them, then those frequencies were higher up the frequency scale. And so they led to the hum and people being irritated by these sounds. So it's quite likely that uh, the hum is in many cases, almost certainly a man-made cause because of the frequency range. And so, for example, um, we, we are incredibly insensitive to single digit frequency sound. So sound below 10 hertz. But we are more susceptible to sound in the 10 to 25 hertz range. And that's where most of the man-made um, sounds take place. Mm -hmm. Not all, but most. And likewise, most of the natural sound events take place in um, the range 10 and under, 10, 10 hertz and under. Not all, but most. Mm. And we are incredibly insensitive to that. Yeah, we are coming down incredibly sensitive to the end of the show, and we really, I didn't get to talk about what I was originally going to talk about, which was sound. Yeah, which sound, EVPs, and, and other things. But we've done the Estes method, we've done the hum, we've done infrasound, nah, we've we done, did you we've know done by electromagnetism, the, way, the Faraday cage. Did you know that the Northern Lights actually make noise? Yes, I did. You did? And I've got a recording of it somewhere. No way! On a computer file. Yeah, yeah, I have one right now on my own. I've also got a recording on the same disc of Mauna Loa and the San Andreas Fault. Mm -hmm. Moving. Mauna Loa being the giant volcano in the right. Hawaii Islands and the San Andreas Fault being that big zip, wire, zip line up the back end of America. The one that zip fastens it to the Pacific. Mm -hmm. It's just like Velcro, really, just coming apart at the seams. The other thing is, I mean, we get all these weird sounds. Like we already know that, like the Northern Lions make noise, but when volcanoes are being born, they make noise as well. Oh yeah. So all these little things that we got going on. Well, they're um, all those natural sounds, and unless they are audible by being either extremely loud or higher in frequency, we don't notice them. That's why we don't notice the jet stream. We don't hear the northern lights mm. because, as I said before, evolution. We've evolved not to because we've no need to. And anyway, if we did, we'd be driven mad by this constant barrage of sound. Mm -hmm. so, so our hearing has evolved. It's actually evolved so we can hear one another speak. That's a good idea. Sometimes most people wish they could. And, hear and there right. are different and there are gender differences. The female biological female hearing is higher in frequency than the biological male hearing frequencies. Like dogs and cats are different, too. And that's and the biological female hearing range equates closely 
to the crying range of a human baby. That's interesting. Well, we needed to know when it was time to feed the little darlings. Mm. Do you know that uh, in 2008, the astronauts recorded space yes, music, music on the far side of the moon? On the far side of the moon. And they commented on it and they said, people wouldn't believe us. Let's get a mm. recording of it. Nobody's heard the recording, though. Yeah. It actually was made public in 2016. Was it? So there you go. If you want to go listen to it, look up NASA and uh, 2016 and uh, you can listen to, uh, you know, uh, Adam Ant on the far side of the moon. Well, it never happened because we never went to the moon. Oh, it's not Adam Ant. It was, uh, who who the heck was it? Please. Right? Walking on the moon. No, the far side of the moon, right? No, it's Pink Floyd, the dark side of the moon. Oh, not the I thought that was the fire. Oh, well, whatever. I'm Pink Floyd did the dark side of the moon. Yeah, right. You're absolutely right on that, Steve. Yep. I, I, us- I usually am, to the annoyance of you. Uh, not always, though. Not I always. Love, I love it when that one, one time and out of six million that I'm raped, oh, I revel in it. I actually go get that recording off the show <laughs> and I just play it over and over again. There's well, there must hope. be many. There must be many, many of them. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's true. I mean, we're bombarded by sounds all over the time, and a lot of them, you know, we don't know how they affect us or how, uh, you know, they affect our world in itself, and and uh, you know, a lot of paranormal stuff. I mean, you you're the one that the infrasound god that is doing the study about infrasound and effect on the the parallel. Yeah, exactly. And and it yeah. does, but not just infrasound. Uh, what's interesting is newer research has suggested that ultrasound might might be Ooh. implicated. And even more strangely, audible sound that we can't hear because it's subaudible. So it's in the frequency range that we can hear, but the volume is so quiet that our brain can just it knows it's there but it can't hear it properly. Really? That's that's really weird stuff. You were going to get into that and uh, all that stuff, and we just kind of didn't get to it. Well, so I apologize to the person I was talking to and told him that we would bring it up in the show. because We did. We've done nothing but sound. No, he wanted it. I had specific questions. and it just Well, didn't... write them down, and we'll do them next week. Yeah, we'll see. There is no next week. Oh, good. Get a night we, off. We are up two nights off, actually. Yay! It just gets better. Yeah, except there's no uh, Christmas show with Cat and Jim. Well, that that wouldn't happen anyway because of the time of day here. Mm. Oh, well. Tisk, tisk. We must move on. Uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and we want to thank you for listening to Ghost Chronicles International, who uh, it, we're actually doing quite good in, in the... Uh, what do you call well, it? Well, we won't be back yeah. next week. You'll all be pleased to hear. Yeah. So, me, uh, me especially, because like I, 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 yeah, I, I get an early night for a change. Mm. Anyways, we do have to go. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. God bless. Stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with uh, Maureen Wood. The original, not Next Generation. It's the original Ghost Chronicles with Maureen Wood and myself. Good night, everyone. Merry Meanwhile, Christmas. have a Merry Christmas. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.